Welcome to the Badger Politic. I'm Scott Stearns. Yes, Paul Sickle here. Uh, good evening again. Hey, welcome back, Paul. So we've been off a few weeks, and uh, I just want to throw it out to our loyal listeners that uh, congratulations are in order to uh, Papa Sickle. We got a we got a new yes. uh, new sickle in the world. Well, well thank you, Scott. Um, we were very blessed with a beautiful daughter. Um, and Congratulations. Um, I'd also like to say that I'm ge- I really appreciate the generous uh, paternity leave policies of uh, BadgerPolitik.com. Yeah. Um, and we don't pay you, so then you just you just have right, paid leave. Right. So. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, you told me the royalty checks were coming. Yeah, remember that? Uh, is that this is now I'm learning the okay. The, um, well, okay. I mean that that letter that you signed, you know, you know, a letter of intent. Oh, okay, was, was not right. was not notarized. I don't know. You know, oh darn it! it so. Well, I guess um, I guess my my child will eat a few few less calories, um, <laughs> in a, you know, in order to keep the podcast strong. Right, whatever it takes for the, for the greater good. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. so yes, congrats! I hope all is going well. I hope you're getting uh, sleep when uh, when possible, and uh, you know, I've been, I've been through a, it. I know how it is. Uh, it's been an interesting sort of dicey proposition. Mm-hmm. Um, Last night we had a, a hiccup bout. Um, oh yeah, that happens. A few nights ago we had less eating, and we've had plenty of eating since then. So we're it's good, it's exciting, it's fun. Great, can't wait to go back and see her. Um, so yeah, we've been off a few yeah. weeks, um, and uh, so there's probably, there's probably some housekeeping to be done in terms of what has occurred since uh, Labor Day weekend. So. Paul, what's what's loud and obnoxious and can no longer arrest us? Sheriff Clark. Sheriff David Clark. No longer Sheriff David Clark. He's um, out. So, yeah, so he's done. So he's going to be working for one of the Trump packs. Uh, I forget the name. The name is Gates. I've seen them on TV, too. Yeah. They are advertising. Oh, so they're, they're actively putting commercials on the air. Yeah, when we were in the hospital, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> um, you know, sometimes you... When you're stressed out, you turn on the TV to decide to watch hurricane coverage just to get a little more stressed out. Oh, sure. Um, and we had a, we also had family coming up from the hurricane zone, so we were interested in that. Oh, sure. So during the coverage, uh, you know, on the Weather Channel or CNN or whatnot, I don't think we were watching, uh, Fox News or anything. Uh, they would have ads about the need to get behind the Trump agenda. Mm. And make sure these Antifa people don't screw it all up. Right. So that was a constant theme, I would guess. I can't remember. It was one of those protecting America pack kind of crap. So, so it's America, America first action. Yeah, I think pack. that was the same. Yeah. Same one. Yeah. So. So that's that's where that's what he's gonna be up to. So I, I I still come back to though. I think that he he knew he wasn't gonna be able to win. Re-election. I mean, he's been he's been playing this game for a while now about getting elected as a Democrat, and that just is, I think, run its course. This way, he gets to be a national mouthpiece for a well-funded operation, or presumably well-funded at least right now. So there you go. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Sheriff David A. Clark, uh, Sheriff Emeritus David A. Clark. Don't let the the door hit your ass on the way out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the uh, county facilities hopefully will now be safer in your wake. I thought the new sheriff, the interim sheriff, did a good job of explaining that that there was a new sheriff in town. Yeah. In other words, that there was going to be like. 
humane treatment of people uh, and respectful treatment of people across the board. Did you hear his his speech? I didn't hear, it, but I've read I read about it, and I and I've been reading uh, quotes. It's uh, so Richard Richard Schmidt is the acting right. sheriff. He hasn't. I don't think he's formally thrown his hat in the ring to uh, to run for. It sounded like he was interested, though. Well, and I he mean, struck you're, a decidedly different than Clark tone. Yes, and he's yeah he's. He's been espousing that he has the utmost respect for Clark, but at the same time, his his whole demeanor is completely different. He talks about being respect respectful and things that yeah. we're not we're not used Doing to away with racial profiling <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. We'll we'll see. There'll be more news to be reported there, but uh, yeah. So Sheriff Clark going to the uh, going to the same pack that Corey Lewandowski uh, is now uh, oh, working nice. for. Oh, so, that's you know, those, those guys can hang out. They can. Well, I think they were hanging out anyway. That's <laughs> well, a problem. Probably. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't... We had I, people, I including babies, dying in the... Uh, I, I hate even saying it, because it's made, I feel like I'm taking political advantage of the fact that a baby died. But, well, I don't think it's political advantage. It's, just a, it's something that yeah, actually happened. It happened, and it has to be witnessed, too. Yeah. It has to be called for what it was yeah so it's just it's awful and i don't think anybody's gonna miss him well, well some people not. might but you know whatever yeah i mean on the other hand i mean sheriff clark did make uh quick celebrities out of many people who yeah had never i mean for instance uh what's that guy i can't remember the name anyway but i could picture his face the uh young filmmaker from the river west area who got uh, searched or strip searched or whatever, detained at the airport after he insulted the sheriff for wearing yeah, a cowboy's that, hat. That that legal action is still ongoing, I believe. A cowboy's hat during a Packer Cowboy weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that is bad politics, I guess. If, it's if, Dan, Dan Black, Dan uh, Black, yeah, that's right. his name. Yeah. So he's yeah he filed a lawsuit uh, earlier this year, and uh, that's uh, that's still ongoing despite. And think you're a filmmaker? Okay, so one of the things you want as an aspiring filmmaker, uh, any artist, right, is exposure. Yep. And he can always be like, yeah, I was the guy who got harassed by (laughs) Sheriff Clark. uh, Right. got that in my resume. His brown shirts or his... (laughs) His lackeys. His lackeys. um, Brown shirts might be a little strong, but yeah. um, So I think he can do that uh, in... Do well from that, honestly. Yeah. yeah, not as well as Sheriff Clark probably will do with <laughs> no. the new new super pack. But well, you know, if there's any justice in the universe, uh, Clark can go to the super pack and fuck all that up too. So maybe maybe, oh. there, maybe there's hope. Maybe they'll maybe they'll actually. I'm trying to contribute to the sinking ship. See, having a baby, I'm trying to stop saying the f bombs. I'm trying to um, say fun. Oh. Never. So oh, he'll so fun can, it up. So you, know? you can so you can right. listen to this in the car, right? Your exactly. <laughs> yeah. So so hopefully Scott will put a beep in there, and I'll just say he funded the whole thing uh, up. I'm gonna. I suppose I could start editing a, uh, a clean version and an explicit version. I. You know, what's funny is when you hear the beeps, you actually think it's worse than if you just hear the words. Well, that's true because your imagination starts wondering, like, well, right. what, what did he say? If people just used the fucking language in the first place, <laughs> yes. we wouldn't have to clean up all this sh- stupid shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, what, right. what else has been going on with uh, with, uh, with the local politics and uh, here in the great state of Wisconsin? Well, I guess we got Fox Con. Uh, 
down yes. south. So we are on the hook for um, three billion with the three B. billion with the B dollars, yep. which may not actually in this day and age sound that much with government money, but it's a lot when it's a state. It's a lot and, of money, and especially a relatively smaller state like Wisconsin. That yes. we have uh, not quite six million people. And um, if you do the math real quick, it's a bad deal, uh, I think, uh, unless you're uh, Democrat Peter Barca from Kenosha and you've decided that... $500. 500 bucks a head. Yeah. So, um, I mean, ultimately, we'll survive. But the problem is now, every time a company wants to consider rebuilding Wisconsin... Companies we already have here, or yeah. relocating elsewhere, they're going to say, "Well, you gave Foxconn." Yeah, it sets the precedent, right? And that much and, money. And, and, why and, don't you give? So Miller, Miller Coors, like they, I mean, they've considered moving their breweries. What if they say, "Hey, you know what? Our, our brewery could do just as well if it was yeah. in Texas or uh, on the other side of the border." We might brew in Thailand. Sure. Well, there's why a, do we have to brew in Milwaukee? There's, I mean, there are numerous uh, corporations that are stationed here. We've got, yeah, Mil- I mean, Miller, and you got uh, Brady Corporation, you got Johnson Controls, you got uh, Harley Davidson. I mean, there's any number, and, and, and a lot of these companies have already made moves in the past to get concessions out of the taxpayers. They got nowhere near yeah. what Foxconn got, right? And they, in the past, agreed to maintain production here. And a lot of wise people would have said, and I think we could argue, right? Uh, because there may be a price point where the, a public subsidy of a major corporation that's a pillar of the state might be worth it. Right. Um, I, I think that that's an argument to be had. There's a good argument to say that none of this should happen. And there's good arguments from the left and the right, frankly, libertarians and uh, anti-corporate welfare progressives yeah. cannot, well, take the more, none of it should have started um, in the first place, um, including the baseball stadium and things like that, the basket, the Bucks arena. However, I think that it's, to use a sports analogy, sort of a jump ball in yeah. a lot of these cases because costs really is more nominal and it's not, I mean, it's big for those companies. Yeah. But it may not be that big for the communities affected. This well is unmistakable. Though. Well, and you, when you're <laughs> this talking, is huge. When you're comparing, when you're comparing this to like the Miller Park deal or the or the Bucks Arena for that matter, I mean, the, you're talking those were on paper like two hundred fifty million. Yeah, it was. I a, mean, you it, a quarter? Like, a, no, tw- a twelfth well, of would, what this is. Yeah, it would say you. So yeah. the, the Foxconn deal, which was signed today in Racine County mm-hmm. by by Governor Walker. Uh, it's, it's basically a, a, a bill that is literally a bill to to the state of Wisconsin for basically twelve Miller parks to to, right. to, to pay right. for. Right. So I mean, uh, so anybody that was that was opposed to the stadium deal, especially people from outside Milwaukee, because they're not paying for it anyway, unless they're, you know they're buying right. something here. If they're if they were opposed to that, but for the Foxconn deal, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. I mean, it, seriously, what are, where are your priorities? Now the question would be: Well, the argument could be that well, that those stadiums don't create thirteen thousand jobs. On the other hand, Foxconn's only actually promised to create three thousand, not thirteen thousand. Yeah, but you're but in every press release and speech that Walker's giving, he's obviously he's playing up the higher number. I mean, he's right. He's, 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 
he's got an election to, to, to deal with. Not only that, but usually the stadium deals come with a 30-year commitment to be in the community. Yeah, how much of a commitment is Foxconn on the hook It's for? about 15, I think. Okay. And, uh, you know, it, I guess it, the subsidy might be revocable. Uh, but they could just operate for 15 years, collect the $3 billion, create the minimum of jobs, the 3,000 jobs, not the 13,000. Yep. And then at year 16, say, hey, you know what? We're back to Taiwan. Thanks. Well, it's been fun. Well, in the meantime, just, it's been just, real with just automate everything and else your money anyway. was real, too. I right. Mean, uh, that's the thing. Is like, I, I, don't, I don't think there's a, there's a chance in hell that 13,000 people are going to get jobs there. I think they're going to build this thing out. And they'll, they'll have the core staff that they need to, to run it. Um, you know, assuming this all happens, of course, because other communities mm-hmm. been, have been burned. But then you just, you know, you bring in the robots. I think we should just bring up Peter Barca, who... Yes. The Senate, or excuse me, the Assembly Minority Leader. Yeah. Who, you know, a lot of people really like and have seen as a progressive leader. But i got to be honest with you, I haven't been terribly impressed by what he's done as Democratic Party leader in the state assembly. Yeah. And he lost his job. I mean, he's still in the assembly, but he lost his leadership job. Well, yeah. So so Peter Barca, yeah. He's the, he voted for Fox. He, he was the, he's the assembly minority leader for the Democrats uh, here. And, yeah, he's from... He represents Racine County, a portion of Racine, Racine County. Kenosha, right. Yeah. And so... He voted for the thing because he, it, it, I guess, you know, in his mind, you know, it's an, it's an interest of his, hit of his constituents, and he, he probably figured, you know, he's got to be for this thing, otherwise he's going to have to. Well, if you re-election. think about it, it's three billion dollars of a subsidy that's going to primarily benefit receiving two counties. Yeah, and you're and you're representing one of them, right? And every the other seventy one count. 70, 70 counties uh, uh, have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess it might be a good deal from a strictly Racine Kenosha standpoint. Yeah, you know, though, I have my doubts about that. I'm not sure it is that great of a deal for even because I think it's just a, a hope and a, I think it's kind of a mirage. Like I don't think they'll yeah. hold it. I think there's a lot of reasons that even from Racine and Kenosha you could oppose. The thing is that Scott Walker doesn't give a shit because all all he needs to do is get through this election. And he can and he can just point to this and say, you know, hey, jobs, hey, jobs, you know, right. just hammer that home. And this for was the classic next year. divide and conquer politics yes, on the Democrats course. in that part of the state. And, then, and and he was I heard him on the radio today. I think he was on Mark Belling's show talking about like, oh yeah, you know, I I, I commend uh, the, uh, the the bipartisanship. Fuck Trump. <laughs> Fuck Trump. I love it. I think that I needs think to be we our, got new bumper music. I, I was just going to say, I think that needs to be our new lead-in. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. That was all beatboxed uh, for you by our friend Coach Teacher. Yeah. That's a nickname for him. Well, speaking of races and speaking of the governor, any news on the, uh, the governor's race? We've got... Uh, uh, we've got some, uh, you know, people that are maybe maybe running, but there's I think only four official announced candidates. Uh, oh, I think there's more. And, 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 and that, is uh, a, well, we got Rox. Yeah, you got uh, Tony Evers. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Gronick. Gronick. You've Andy got um, right Andy Gronick. You it's got Kathy. Bob Harlow. Don't forget Bob, Bob Harlow. Harlow. Yep. 
What about Vinyl? Vinyl isn't officially I don't think it's official. announced. And then, um, what about, um, you got Matt Flynn looks like he's bowing down, maybe, or not. I don't it's know. It's hard to say. Uh, Kelda Royce is thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's impressive. She's actually from the Madison area and very, very progressive and smart. I don't, but I do think being from the Madison area would be kind of uh, a kind problem of, for her. Kind of a net negative uh, yeah. for yeah. a Democrat. I, I think so. Plus, it's like her past history. I don't know. She challenged Pocan in the primary yeah. and didn't do very well. So I, I don't see her as a very, is an instantly formidable candidate. None of them really are. Yeah. There's, there really are no A-listers. I've certainly taken interest in Malin Mitchell. Yep, there's a draft coming about doing it. We yeah. talked about it a little bit last time. Um, I wouldn't call him an A-lister, yeah. but I'd say he's probably the closest thing to it. So did he, did he speak, uh, you, so, so Paul, you went to the Labor Day event a few days before your, uh, your your beautiful daughter was born, and uh, just a few, so, yes. Yeah. And, it, and so he, I believe, he, three to be he, exact. He spoke, didn't he? He did, and he didn't announce he's running for governor, okay. but he he sounded like he could. Yeah, uh, and he sounded like. Uh, Do you sound like a guy running for governor? Is like he, I uh, he sounded like a guy I'd vote for for governor. Yeah, but uh, you know, he spoke um, actually outside the Bucks Arena. Where there is an agreement for, like we said, better wages, and talked about why we need, when we're subsidizing jobs or creating jobs, we should at least demand standards. Mm-hmm. And what we've proven when with the Bucks agreement was that when you demand standards, you can get something. Yeah, and that's better than our typical strategy of just give the corporations money and hope that they. Um, do something good for the state, yeah. I guess, or maybe just make contributions to Republican interest groups, <laughs> right? Um, or Democrat interest groups. I don't know if right. we bark about it, but anyway, so he sounded like he's really interested in running. Okay, um, and I think he could do it. Yeah, you think he pull it off? I think I think so. I, I think I don't know if he'd beat Walker, but I think he uh, he'd make I, more of a race than some of these other guys. Yeah, and I think that during the Recall. He so what? I mean, this will be used against him. But during the recall, he ran for the lieutenant governor and did about the same as Barrett. Yeah. Technically, it was a little closer, and he and obviously the race wasn't about him. Yeah. He tended to do very well in um, basically debates, uh, public forum. He tended to be very well liked. He just wasn't the story during the recall. Right. No, he was kind of he was kind of lost. What does make him a story, though, is that during Act Ten, he's the president. Malin's the president of the firefighters' union. Yeah. Firefighters were and are exempt from Act Ten. Yes. A lot of their members put wanted to just say, "Let's go along and protect ourselves." Mm -hmm. And many in the police union really did did go along and do that. Malin said no, and Malin's been reelected, and he's he is supported in every uh, county that I know of. He's overwhelmingly supported in the state. He said no. He spoke out forcefully and strongly and consistently against Act Ten, and he hasn't relented. He's done a lot of good work on helping. Uh, he was part of an ad hoc coalition that I worked with. Uh, 
um, uh, pension, uh, keeping the pension funds from being raided. Yeah. Um, I saw him organize coalitions with a lot of public safety leaders, not just union leaders, but also like the professional organizations like the Sheriff's Association or whatever. Mm-hmm. But among the union leaders, uh, I was at one meeting where he got the Milwaukee Police Union, who was just totally right wing Republican. Right. And they're sitting at the table with him. And he's able to at least get them to, to talk to him. In yeah. a way that I don't see any other Democrats in the state doing. Yeah. So I think that he's principled, but he's also has enough influence. He has enough like gravitas that people will listen to him, even if they don't agree with him. Huh? That sounds like somebody that might have a shot. Yeah, no, it's definitely. I mean, there's been you know, to date, I think, just limited enthusiasm for the field as it exists today. And I think Gronick had, a, had is already having a, his his campaign manager is resigning, and so he's going through some changes there. Yeah, somebody said so, I heard some rumor about that. I've been a little out of it lately, but yeah, um, I've been kind of impressed by Gronick. Yeah. Um, oh, Mike McCabe is another one we missed. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is he easy to forget? He, you know, he is, but actually I think he's got, among a lot of activists, he'll yeah. have a lot of support. Well, he's, I mean, he's got uh, the whole clean government thing going yeah. for him. I mean, with the he's, Wisconsin Democracy Campaign. Stuff, he'll so. have some grassroots support. Yeah. So McCabe, I mean, but, you know, and uh, Beinhout will kind of, him, he and Vinehout will probably compete for like that same sort of group. Yeah. Uh, Tony Evers might be another one of those people. Or Evers might be one where the pragmatics go behind. Right. I'll well, tell you, none of these people, I think, have the personality. No. Personality-wise, I'd say it's Mitchell by far the best. Mm-hmm. And then, from what I've seen, Gronick and maybe Vinehout would well, be the ones with the best personalities. Gronick's got money. So right. he'll, he'll 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 be in there for a while. Organization wise, I'd say that Evers and McCabe are um, and Wax have some uh, all have the potential. Wax has actually built the best organization. Yeah, but um, Evers has run statewide yeah, multiple times, Evers so he's got right. so he's got that foundation. And McCabe there. has that grassroots base. Yeah, and to put a bow on it, guess what's back. Once again, our favorite zombie. Uh, It's just in time for Halloween season, Scott Stearns. The undead. The undead, 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 undead debacle. And guess what? It's like the same bill from everything I can tell. It does, in fact, it does like everything all the other stupid Trump care bills did, but worse. It's, yeah, it's not good. It's... I mean, they're continuing to play with it around the edges, and so the latest thing is it's it's overhauling it, but it's uh, it's they're trying to to do a block grant back to the states, rolling back some of the pre existing condition stuff. Uh, it's basically for it's all bit, of it, yeah. Effectively, it's, it's a bill that's been put together by by Bill Cassidy, who's a senator out of Louisiana, and Lindsey Graham out of South Carolina. So that you know, the thought, not exactly. Uh, Progressive no. heroes of the Senate. No, so. and uh, so I mean, the, right off the bat, you see, you know, Lindsey Graham sponsoring the bill. You, you immediately wonder, well, you know, does that mean they get John McCain? Well, John McCain's right. been preaching for a while now that you know we need to return to regular order. Well, of course, this bill, it's so it's uh, as we record this, it's uh, September eighteenth. So there's a because of the limits of reconciliation, which which removes the filibuster from yeah. the process that. 
that whole thing expires on at the end right. of the month on September thirtieth. Right, on the thirtieth. So they have to pass something if they want to get it done. They have to pass it by September thirtieth. Right. So they have they have a limited amount of time to get it done. And so they're bypassing again. They're bypassing the committee so there's process. No regular order whatsoever. No, and they're, and they're, an they're idea. not going to they're not gonna wait for the CBO score and any of that stuff. Why don't you let the deadline pass? Go through October first, and then go to genuine regular. Yeah, and actually, like try to get a, a bill done with in a committee where people can, you know, debate the merits of it, add amendments, you know, talk yeah. about the, you know the issues, get a genuine congressional budget office score, and you know, give the time of day to how it could contribute to the deficit or or, or negatively impact it. Well, I mean, all these things. I mean, that that we always heard for years when Obama was in office, well, and uh, they're, they're no longer a consideration. It's just, it's just. We need a win, we need a win, we right. need a win. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, was, isn't there also, um, aren't there also other measures that actually do stabilize um, some of the, you know, exchanges assurance? Yeah, I mean, there's... Uh, there, that, that actually have genuine bipartisan support? Right yeah, now? there's there's other there's other legislation that's I, that's being considered that... I, mean, uh, I wouldn't call it a, a repeal and replace of Obamacare, but if you're a Republican, you can probably hide yeah, I mean, Lamar, and say... Lamar Alexander's right, been working on Lamar stuff. Lamar Alexander, and there's several actual Democrats yeah. on it. Um, Collins, I think, yep. is on it. Yep. But Lamar Alexander's a pretty conservative Republican. He is, but I mean, I think he's, right. but he's also a good government guy, where but, he's like, you know, I don't want this thing to completely fail. Why don't they just do that? Right. And then, and then, then it will do, cause minimal damage. Then yep. they won't have to run on re-elect they won't have to run re-election on having potentially this plunge, plunge the whole health system and really the whole economy, perhaps, into chaos. This is this is what separates you know people that actually think that they want to do something good with their time while they're in government versus people that are just purely ideological and just want to you know be martyrs for their cause. So, Senator McCain, if you're listening, I hope your thumb stays down. Yes. Yeah. Because you, in many parts of your life, you've inspired many of us. We have certainly don't agree with you on a lot of things, yeah. at least here on this podcast. But we certainly also, we do agree with you on a number of things and have admired you on many things. Yes. And um, I think that it, cer- certainly there was no time where I admired him more, probably, than um, at least in recent memory, when, than when he showed up with thumbs down. Yep. Just to just to just to seal the uh, kill that lousy yeah, along with uh, Collins and Senator. If you really mean it, regular order, and you want to see people give and take, keep working with that other those other proposals. If you you call whatever you want want to call, you can call it uh, Trump Care, Obamacare sucks bill, as long as it actually isn't all that. Bad, yeah, and is genuinely bipartisan. Do it, right? We just we we don't need this, and by this we mean pre-existing conditions not being, being protected, yeah. which means really ha- at least like half of adults are at risk. Um, it means gutting Medicaid as we know it, which puts children probably uh, like perhaps my own uh, at risk, um, and and certainly many other children at risk. Yeah. Um, and it also means just throwing people out of things like long-term care, or mm-hmm. long-term therapy, all that stuff that Medicaid you know pays for, right? That people take for granted. It also probably means economic chaos. Most of the estimates showed on almost every Republican bill that it would lead to mass hospital closures, yeah, potentially mass nursing home closures. 
So that obviously, what do you do with the well, pa- how do you serve I, the patients? I, hypothetically, we won't know until after they pass it because they're planning on passing this thing before the congressional budget office well, scores yeah, the thing. But but every and Al, right. So what we do know, rather than say what do we know, we can say it's the same. Yeah. From I mean, if if they had something better to offer, they would have done it by now. Well, they wouldn't be <laughs> rushing it. So that we can't hear what the actual score is. Of course, because they know that it's not going to, it's at best going to get 50 votes out of 100 to pass. If they they had something that really wasn't going to put a quarter of all hospitals, or maybe like, I think half of rural hospitals at risk of closure, Mm -hmm. they probably would be telling us about that. Yeah, you would think. If they had something that wasn't going to throw 20 million people off of healthcare outright, they'd probably, they'd let us know. So they, they don't have that, and not today. Um, and and there's it, by saying that they don't have a congressional budget office score means they don't want a congressional no, they don't want budget, budget office score it's, because it's, they know they don't have it. They're sticking their fingers in their ears and, and, and just saying la 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 la, and then they just those guys are going to vote and then get it to the house and hopefully to Trump's desk by the end of the month. So, but as it stands That's right gross. now, the, it's the, sick. It's the, sick. The whip count right now is is looking like even without McCain. That they don't have the votes because I'm even. You mean even with McCain? No, I mean assuming assuming McCain voted with the uh, the rest of the Republicans on this. Right. Um, Rand Paul has been pretty adamant. Uh, and so I bring them back to forty nine. Yeah. So if you assuming Collins and Murkowski hold strong, that they still have. A, I'm not going to never helps the Rand Paul. Well, I mean, no. what the hell is Mike? Is, is what the hell is Heller thinking? He's just, I, mean, I mean, he's running for re-election yeah. in, uh, in Nevada. He doesn't want to be primary. He doesn't want to be primary. All right, well, let's kick his ass in the general election. <laughs> let's hope. I mean, let's get the, that guy out of town. Yeah. So we'll Seriously. see. We'll, we'll see where this leads. Uh, there'll be more news on that. He on, said on he next, acted uh, like podcast. he was all like concerned about the effects of the, yeah, that looks the like a, original bill. Now he's going to back no. basically the same crap. He's a coward. He's okay. but he's putting his name on it now. Yeah, like we gotta let people know about that. Yeah, hello Nevada. <laughs> all right, all right, listeners. Okay, have a good night and forward, forward. forward. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump.